Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the uncensored match build-up show for a game that we hope is going ahead in the FA Cup third round. The earliest we've ever met Shrewsbury in the competition. I've only met them in the fourth round before. Um, so there you go, there's a little... That's all we know about them. That's, that's, that's <laughs> literally it. I mean, we've played them quite a bit. Like We played them twice, was it last year? Um, or was it the year before? Was it 2020? I think it was 2020. We played them in the Cup, didn't we? Yeah, because I think I went to the two-all draw and then we won... Obviously at Anfield in the replay, didn't we? And I've got a I've got a little question about that later on. Um although now I've just kind of realised that I am on my iPad so can't get the answer. It, it was um, a, I recall it's the really strange cup game because we played a really strong team for a for a for the two all cup tie, yeah. And then played all the kids in the replay. Which it was is our youngest. It was way. our youngest ever right. side in the replay. It's so normally the right. other way around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Normally yeah. after you know you play the kids, they don't they don't win, so you put the big guns out in the second game. And it was the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah the, Liverpool's average eleven that day, John, was nineteen point two eight. Right, this one might rival that, and actually we might be forced into playing some of our more experienced players because we kind of don't know what's going on with those players. So it actually well, might not. Playing ele- any eleven, you get older. I think that's you? kind of where we're at at the moment, isn't it? Anyway, obviously, I'm joined by Ian Young and and, and John Machen, as you can both, as everyone can tell right now. Uh, we're going to get into it then. I mean, Ian, what's going on? It's just nuts, <laughs> isn't it? This is the world we live in right now. It's. Um, Everything is like air on the side of the course and you've just got to be super careful with everything you're doing. Um, I think it's going to be sort of like when Carol Vorderman used to get the numbers, one from one from the first team, <laughs> one from the under-23s, one from the under-18s. A couple. That's what the team's going to be. It's going to be, it could be an absolute mismatch and we don't even know who's going to manage the team. We don't even know who's going to be on the sidelines either. So it's, it's, hard, it's so hard to predict what's going to happen on Sunday. As it stands right now, John, um, Kravitz, Peter Kravitz is taking the press conference tomorrow. Therefore, I'm assuming that Jürgen hasn't tested negative today, but that does leave him time to test negative tomorrow and Sunday to be able to take the game. Isn't he isolating for seven days? But we don't know the exact dates, do we? So I think think I'm right in saying if he tests negative twice, he should be okay. Yeah, but it's still the seven days, regardless of whether he's tested negative. I don't think he went down until either Saturday or Sunday last week, so he's not going to emerge till Saturday or Sunday this week. 
Okay, so even then he's got a, he can negative negative. Yeah, yeah. As long as he gets his negative test, and he should be able to. He probably just get up in the morning, take his negative test, and write them ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, get so in the we... car down to Anfield. And there we go. And he's saying, right, who's playing today? <laughs> yeah, who've we got? And, and Kravitz is like, Err. not sure, mate. It, it, this is kind of the thing, now, isn't it? Ian is like, Klopp was speaking a few weeks ago about clarity in the situation and Liverpool were being very clear on who they who was out with COVID and who wasn't and then all of a sudden he's gone well if you can't beat them join them and and now we have no idea which doesn't help us at all by the way of who actually has and hasn't got it in the squad well I I assume because they hadn't given us the names it was just too many names I just that's why I just it gone right through because we're all trained because all our our stages of the squad are train at the same place I just thought they'd gone right through and rife I'm hoping that's not the case I'm hoping we're all just like I said there and on the side of caution and being a bit over negative and worrying about them type of things but it, it could have gone it could have gone right through the squad we could I, I wasn't I wouldn't be surprised we were playing some under nines on Sunday that's how that's how worried I was because come on when you close a training complex because there's got to be big issues there for that to happen. It's not like you can sell three or four just to stay at home, is it? Could have, could have told us who, who didn't have it if it was yeah. bad. You know, name the three players who haven't got it. Yeah. But then it might have... They, they know how fearful we are as a fan base anyway. <laughs> We'd be like, who? Oh, God, the world's burning. Right, that's it. There's only three players that we've never heard of who are available for you think, us. You think when they close the training complex, it was a bit like if they ever closed the school... You know, everyone's outside. Yeah, got a day off. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're like in, in my school and, and Paul will remember this. It's like it's too cold. What's the temperature? It's yeah. too cold. They've got to shut the school. Yeah. We're waiting for a snow day. Come on, it's too cold, and everyone's there. Like fifteen. One more. One more. Come on. One more positive, and we get the day off. Come on, Liverpool. And you, you know, Andy Robbo's the one with the temperature. There was a thermometer <laughs> as well. Going, but don't have to come in today. <laughs> So we know that some of the rules are different from the Carabao to the Premier League and the FA Cup. So whereas in the Premier League and the Carabao Cup, you have to pick players um, from a registered players list. Obviously, the FA Cup, you don't. So it's anybody who um, means we can play under-23s or under-18s or anything, which does mean that it is likely right now that the, the game is going to go ahead. Shrewsbury have been in contact with the FA. Their manager's also been speaking to the FA and he's been speaking to the press. He was actually more helpful than Liverpool's at this point, saying, as we undertake it, we spoke to them today, the game's still going ahead. So it looks like it's going to be Probably a pretty full Anfield. Yeah, I think the FA basically take the stance that it's a game of football, get on with it. You know, whoever you've got, you know, and Liverpool are there signing all their schoolboys up to contracts quickly. You know, you sign that, <laughs> have, have your test, sign that. <laughs> well, all Premier League clubs have been instructed that FA Cup ties must be fulfilled and any registered player will be required to make up the numbers unless, break, out, unless outbreaks are club-wide. So as it stands, we probably do have the players. I don't know where they've been training, maybe the mystery. Um, you can have Adrian uh, playing centre-forward. Didn't all the goalkeepers go down with COVID, though? <laughs> that, uh, that, wasn't that, the, that, that was the thing for the Arsenal oh, Alisson, game. though, he should be all right. He, he should be, so be he coming can, he back. He can play centre-forward. Good Get some crosses into the box. <laughs> it's just a bit mad, isn't it? Like, and Peter Kravitz taking the press conference as it stands tomorrow. Well, to, to be honest, we we needed to go ahead. We can't afford more fixtures piling up, can we? You know, we're already two two down. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, isn't it? Like, Ian, we've got this game. We beat them with our what a nineteen-year-old average eleven last time out. They're a League One side. 
we should be expecting our under-23s with some of our first-team players to go out there and beat Shrewsbury at Anfield. I'd be expecting our under-23s to not, not walk all over Shrewsbury, but I'd be expecting our under-23s to go and get a result, maybe a 1-0 or something like we did at Anfield last time. If we have got the odd big name in there, like a Fabino or a Virgil or whatever, you'd expect... We might it. have to have them yeah, in. Yeah, because, because, because they never played on Wednesday and they're probably the only people... They might be the only players who've got... Who are, Covid free, let's call it. They might have to play, so you've got to expect we'll go in there and get the result we need. Just get the game done and get it over and done with, because the last thing we need is another replay. Yeah, I think it might be a nice experiment. You know, you get some proper first team players, top professionals, going onto a football pitch to play someone they don't know anything about at all. They don't know what style they play, what formation, what players they've got, how fast they are, what corner of the penalty they take their penalties. It's, it's, you know nothing. Go on, lads, see what you can do. Just magic up a win. Yeah. Magic up a win. And yeah, you actually don't know who you're going to be playing with until the day because anyone could go yeah. down at any yeah, point. Yeah. You might, but well, this thing, you might train, but they're not training. They're not training. So, like, what no. what can you do at this point? It's just, it's pure ability at this point, isn't it? And yeah. if you haven't got Klopp and you're not going to have Linders there, and Kravitz, I think it's really interesting. I can't wait. Does he speak English? Have we ever seen Kravitz speak before, Ian? <laughs> to be fair, when you said Kravitz before, I thought you were talking about Lenny, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, um, he can sing, I know that. <laughs> but um, you, just, you just don't know, do you? It's... It's the complete unknown. That's what it is. That's why. And you know what? We're sitting here thinking, what's going to happen Sunday? But it makes it very, very interesting. Was normally it'd just be a, ra- a third round FA Cup tie, go in there, get the game done, move on to the next round. But this has probably made it more interesting than it was ever going to be. It's COVID, isn't it? It's just nuts. It's what. It, it's what. It, it's the way we live in right now. It's so unpredictable right now. You just don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next. It's absolutely spot on. Um, the uh, sports scientists must all be having nervous breakdowns. You know, yeah. The thought of all these players going out onto the pitch and not having trained. It's madness, isn't it? Like, I mean, I, I, we'll, we'll come on to it in a little bit because I, I was doing something with a sports scientist earlier on this week. Fascinating show. I'll come on to that in a bit. But um, I was looking on the Shrewsbury website. They've sold out their allocation. 5,672 fans coming to Anfield, which is... That's I, it's the thing I always forget about the early FA Cup rounds and all the FA Cup in general because every year you, you sort of push it to one side. It's fucking bossy and loads of the other opposition fans in Anfield, especially when the I know they've been there recently, but it's a big day out for it. Makes the atmosphere great in the FA Cup, doesn't I lo- it? I love the FA Cup, and that's one of the reasons. It's it's really exciting. The atmosphere you get is always brilliant. You know. Well, I, I mean, I, I do, I love it. Like, so, I, hang on, I've got a trivia question for you then. Who scored the goal when we beat Shrewsbury in the fourth round replay in February 2020 uh, to send Liverpool through? Who scored the goal when we beat Shrewsbury in the fourth round replay in February 2020? It wasn't that long ago, gentlemen. It's the FA Cup of competition we all love and respect. Oh, yeah. I'm expecting the right <laughs> answers from everybody here. I wouldn't have been able to get it at all. For once, I know. You do? 
Okay, okay. Uh, and and while we while you think and mull that one over, here's a clip from that aforementioned show I did with Simon Brundish. It is absolutely brilliant. It's on Redmen Plus. It's the stat show uh, with me, Chris Pajak, and this week, Simon Brundish. Each week, I get somebody else to come in and do this show with me. This is the most fascinating show I've, I've had the pleasure of uh, doing for a year or two. I mean, it was absolutely brilliant. I learned something each and every time Simon opened his mouth. He's a sports scientist. He spoke about priming players, and, and if you don't know what that means then you need this show in your life you have two center backs that play every game right in one game uh your center back your chief center back that plays every minute of every game gets injured so your third choice center back comes on but you're but he wasn't planned to be primed to be playing every week so he has a chronic load from training only of two times not three so he has he has a chronic load of 20k not 30 and then suddenly he has to play two games a week and train. So he'll have more than a 30% increase in his workload. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm getting it now, right. And this is when you, it's the prime that's the important part of all of this, isn't it? So this is when we're talking about your prime in a player for a nine-month season is completely different for priming a cyclist for a four-week tour of France where they've got to peak in fucking July only at their yes. absolute best. Yes. So you want to get players of uh, the, the, uh, over, the, over the course of the four to six week preseason up to being able to tolerate about 150 minutes of game, week, of game minutes per week. Right. And, and you want them to be able to sustain that throughout a whole season for your better players. But that's really, you're, that's, that's really unlikely for, that you're going to get 11 players that can do that anyway. You're looking at players, most players can, the good players go for about 100 minutes a week average over the course of a season. So you're going to have to dip in and dip out those and plan and periodize your season. If you think of, there's been lots of conversations over the years of Fergie and how he used to build in blocks over the course of the season. He would tell Skulls, right, you're not playing much in this block, but you'll be playing in the third block after the international break all the way through Christmas. So be ready for that. And over the course of the season, he will have his 100 minutes a week. But the that he'll be fresh for Christmas when there are 13 games in eight weeks. And he won't be used when there's one game a week for four weeks when they're going to use another player. So yeah, it, it kind of, it, it kind of evens itself out. So you have to plan for these things, but the problem is only when you get multiple players injured in the same position. So they're, they're, they're not, they haven't been primed to be playing two games a week. Hey everyone, Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the redmentv.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. The redmentv.com, sign up there today. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome back. It's the Untend to Match build-up show. It's Liverpool, it's Shrewsbury, it's FA Cup action this weekend. Um, the question that I asked before the break, of course, was uh, who scored the goal uh, to send Liverpool through into the FA Cup fifth round uh, the last time we played Shrewsbury in February 2020? And the answer, John Machin, is... Some fellow I don't know scored an own goal. It is co- the correct answer. Rose Sean Williams' own goal in the 75th minute. I'm sure it was just on the tip of your tongue, wasn't it, John? Um, before we get stuck into the Liverpool players who may or may not be available, uh, Cameron, one of our YouTube members in the chat, you can see him right there at the top, says Coutinho to Villa at the Redmen TV. How do you feel about that? Ian, how do you feel about Coutinho to visit Villa? Um, I think it's a good move for Coutinho. Um I think it's a very good move for Aston Villa. I think it's a very good move for us because nobody's talked about him coming back to Liverpool for another six months now, which is constantly what we have on Twitter. Um, I think he's what Villa will need. He's, he's a step up from what they've got right now. Um, and if he goes to Villa, he's not going to be sat on the benches. He's going to be getting the football that he wants. It's going to be an interesting one to watch, especially being managed, managed by Steven Gerrard, who obviously he's played with. He knows Danny Ings there. Good luck to him. John, what about you, mate? Um, well, he's going to do something, hasn't he, to resurrect his career because it's just gone down the pants since he left us. Brutal. Facts. Villa probably needs to replace Grealish because they're not really quite the same without him, are they? Yes, yeah, true. Um, so, you know, it's probably a good move. I'm, I mean, I'm glad it's not us, to be honest. I, I wasn't a fan of him coming back to us. If we're going to get an ex-player, I think um, why not? There would be a better choice than um, Coutinho right now. Um, but no, thank good luck to him. I mean, I loved him as a player when he played for us. I thought he was brilliant, but you know, um, I'm not sure he's a fifth for us anymore. Yeah, I must admit, for, for, for my two cents worth, as it were, or two pence worth, I should say. Um, I think it's. I think it could be a really exciting move for Phil Coutinho. We were talking in the office earlier, weren't we, in about how you know, for me, it's like. His career has gone down the pan. You're you're absolutely spot on. He's had three years where he's moved his family around. He's he, he's probably fucked his life up a little bit. It's definitely fucked his career up. And he's looking at it and going, I need to get back to some semblance of normality. I did well in England for five, six years there or whatever it was. And I've got I've now got someone who trusts me because I played with him before. And that's after having three 
three years plus of someone who doesn't trust him in charge of him. I think Steven Gerrard going, I played with you. I know what you can do. Just put that arm around them and go, you're not going to be the be-all and end-all of Aston Villa, but you're going to be a cog in a machine and you're going to be an important cog. And that's different if he goes to a top four club where you're probably in and out of the side, you're not able to get any rhythm up. In Aston Villa, he's going to get minutes, he's going to get a chance to resurrect his career and it's a much better move. You mentioned it than Newcastle because Newcastle, you do not know what's going on with Newcastle, what happens whether they go up, whether they go down, or how they spend their money. Villa looks like a project that is being put together in the absolute right way, doesn't it? Well, the only reason you go to Newcastle right now is probably because of the money they could offer you. That's it. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Uh, Ashley Frith says Coutinho to Villa. Never saw that happen. Um, oh, Andrew Price got the question right. Rose Sean Williams, own goal. Well done, Andrew Price. Michael McGuinness has been a member for 18 months. Says, looking forward to Sunday. Go in the game. You'll never walk alone. Uh, I am too going you to the game. Uh, I am... You might walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> might be the, the only, only fella there. walking out on the, on the pitch. <laughs> might get a game. That's right, Michael. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's you versus Shrewsbury, average age of however old you are. Um, so there you go. Uh, I'm going to go back to my agenda quickly because we've got some important stuff to talk about. And this I am going to need my agenda for. So it looks like, according to my screen, and you might want... Yeah, I don't mind if you get the agenda up at this point, mate. Uh, it's a bit scrappy and stuff like that. But, you know, what? it is what it is. Um Defo okay right here. Uh, Virgil, Fabinho and Jones, they should definitely be okay. If Matip, Allison, and Firmino return negatives, they can train, which leaves us a squad list of Trent, Nico, Connor Bradley, Joe Gomez, Canate, Robbo, Chimikas, they're kind of the defenders, Milner, Hendo, then Jota are the first team. So we're light midfield and very light strikers at the moment. Plus, we've got the likes of Kate Gordon, Harvey Davies, James Balagazi, uh, Harvey Blair, Jarrell Quonset, Elijah Dixon Bonner, James Norris, and obviously Leighton Clarkson came back from his loan from Blackburn. Uh, so he probably could p- play in the middle of the park as well. And I suppose there's an outside chance of Minamino and Origi are back. So, uh, Ian, in fact, fuck it, John. What's your start on 11, mate? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the mass singer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a bit like that. <laughs> I mean, I think Alison and uh, Matip and Van Dijk are probably nailed on to play if they're if they're okay. Um, the, the, we're at the, the point. Sorry to interrupt. We're at the point here where you can't go too long without a game for these lads, can you? No. Uh, I, I mean, um, it would even that doesn't matter though, does it? If the numbers are that bad then you're just tearing out anyone who's okay. Yeah. I mean, of course, we're all thinking, oh, well, seven days, they'll be okay. But, you know, I had it, and I was 18 days, I was still knackered, you know. So, I mean, I know they're much fitter and healthier than the rest of us. Just but, a touch. you know, it, it, it's always possible that one or two of them actually won't be ready for yeah. weeks, you know. But we're just assuming that after seven days, they're all there chomping at the bit, ready to get on the pitch. But let's hope they are. Um, but it's going to be difficult. I mean, we've got loads of options of fullback, you know, because we've got apart from Trent and Robbo and Simicast, Nico, we've got Joe Gomez probably. I don't know whether where he is. We've no idea. Owen Beck is he's probably probably there. okay. I think yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of options there. We'd be really unlucky if we can't pick two out of half a dozen fullbacks. Um, and midfield. Well, I mean, our midfield's been light for a few weeks now, so. Kate has come back in. That that probably really good for him to get a game under his belt. Yeah. To be honest, uh, and with, with Firmino's playing as well, that that's already quite a strong midfield. Those two. 
Yeah. Forwards, I mean, that's the problem, though, because even, even before we start, we've got a really light forward line. Um, even if everyone was fit and healthy, we'd still be struggling a bit. Um, but it is what it is. You just get on and do it, don't you? Might find a new forward. Might do, or it could be an opportunity if he's fit and available for for Kai Gordon. I was just going to say, it could be Kai Gordon in. Um, like push Neville Williams up front again like he did to play him out wide. Could be a case of play Cade on the right and say how Neville does on the left, cutting in, see if we can have a couple of shots there. That's what he does for Wales, doesn't he? It, it, listen, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty hopeful that whatever team we put out should be able to do the job on Sunday and that's... That's the be all and end all, isn't it? We need to get three points. We need, to, we need to get through to the next round. Yeah, absolutely. Michael McGuinness says, I honestly can't wait to see your squad prediction, Chris. It's going to be a laugh. Uh, so the Start 11 prediction show is up later on today. I don't know how, but I've dodged the bullet here. It's Machen. Uh, it's Paul who's coming in to do this one. I have no idea. I just wasn't roasted on for it, and I didn't ask questions. I was like, okay, sounds. I'll do the build-up show. No problem whatsoever. Paul's coming in to do the Start 11 prediction show. I think he might have already done it. You can't see it, but he's li- there's literally just a load of players on the board. That might just be it, to be honest with you. Um, it, it, stick a pin in and... Uh... Just guess. It's what he does anyway. He never picks a start 11 your pull. He picks options for each one because <laughs> he doesn't want to be wrong. So he, he can't be wrong if you can't be right at the same time. So he just goes down the middle, which is, is fair play. Fair play. I'm wrong every week, so there's there's always that. Like, um, I think the the forwards is obviously very interesting, isn't it? We mentioned Kai Gordon there, Ian, and, and, and you've got Jota. I actually don't know where Ox is from my list here, so I, I, Ox could be an option. He's been our only option as a forward in the last couple of weeks, hasn't he? So it's likely that he's probably going to get a game as well. Yeah. We're probably going to see a pretty straight down the middle mix of youth and experience in this game. And if we can't beat Shrewsbury with that, Ian, fair play to them. It's a, it's a, it's a chance for Shrewsbury, but if this weekend that happened with Arsenal... I reckon we probably would have gone even weaker because we would have been wrestling players. Mm. I think because of the situation is, we're probably maybe because of what we've got available, we might be playing a stronger team than what we would have gone with originally. Good point. Um, so the young lads that get to come in, it, it must be great that today being a young Liverpool player, today sitting on the edge of seat thinking, am I going to get a game on Sunday? Can you, can you imagine being an 18, 19-year-old player who's been waiting to make Just his... Just a chance, an There's a chance, yeah. They must be absolutely chomping at the bit to go on Sunday. And then if they're playing with the likes of Van Dijk and they're playing with the likes of Fabinho, and it's, a, it's an even big... Like, it's great making your Liverpool debut with a team that's full of kids anyway. But imagine coming into a team that's got Alisson in there and Virgil in there and... That's the it's, dream. It's the dream, dream, isn't it? Isn't it? That's the dream. Um, the Eagle and Shaw, thank you very much for the super chat, mate. Says, uh, do you think it's going to be postponed, lads? I, I, I must admit, right now, I'm not sure it is going to be postponed. No, I, and, think, I think it'll go ahead. And there's another comment here from Little X. Uh, if the FA seriously make us forfeit due to the lack of players, it'll make a mockery of the competition. I don't think the FA are going to make us forfeit. And I don't think Liverpool... Is thing. I actually don't think Liverpool should postpone this fixture if they've got the players. Because... We play. We could play any team from any division in English football. 
Like it, it just happens that we're playing a League One side. We could have been playing a Conference side or lower down the divisions. You know, we could have been playing AFC Liverpool. Like it, that's that's the cup. Their sides aren't as good as ours. Their squads aren't as good as ours. Like if Liverpool go into the FA Cup, they should be allowed to use any player from any pay, any any stage of this. The League Cup's slightly different because you have to be a League side and all that type of stuff, and the rules are different. But the FA Cup, man. That's the magic of the cup, almost, isn't it? You want, you kind of do want to, not now, but you kind of do want to see giant killings. You you want to see it level the playing field. You want to see a windy night sometimes. Well, it's a different competition altogether, isn't it? But, I mean, basically, every one of us could have played in the FA Cup. Yeah. Because all you need to do is play for a very low-level team who've got a ground that meets the requirements. So, you know, it's really universal. It, you know, it's a fabulous competition, really. And uh, it, you really don't want anyone disrespecting it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to a game of football, if nothing else. So yeah, bring it on. So uh, how do we do score predictions for something like this? Is anyone going to throw anything out there? Cause it's going to be a disjointed side, isn't it? Ian? Yeah. And they don't normally perform particularly well. I'm gonna I'm gonna go three one. Three one. I can choose my pop one in. Have you, can you give me the midfield today? Um. I think Morton, Milner, uh, probably Henderson. Okay. John, what's your midfield three? Well, Fabinho, because I, I think fairly certainly he's going to be fit. Um, but say Curtis Jones and. It's tough. It's tough. Who's going to be. Yeah, Jimmy Milner, if he's fit. I'm going to go. Jimmy Milner, I think he might play the six. No, I'm going to go Morton, Jimmy Milner, Morton in the six, and... Oh. It's the he third might, one. Because he, might, because he might use Jones out wide. We were saying he's going to use yeah. Nico Willows. He might use Jones there. Yeah. I'm going to go Clarkson, because it, it, oh. it's got a bit of football behind him as well. Um, hopefully, from Blackburn. <laughs> 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 Let's go with the front three, then. Jota. Jota. Uh, and Go- his two mates. I'm going to go Gordon uh, and Ox. Gordon uh, right, Ox left. Yeah, I think it depends if Minamino's playing. Yeah. You know, because I think he'll definitely play if he's fit and able. Um, otherwise, he's probably right, Gordon. And, um, well, it could be Ox or it could be Curtis Jones. What you? He might be worried about Jota getting injured. So he might go with. Jones, Gordon, and Ox up centre. It's a good point. You don't really don't need Jota going down with an injury in this game, do you? No. That's a really good point. Actually, I might I might say I agree with that now. I think I'm going to change my mind and go. Yeah, you can't. They, you just can't recover from Jota getting injured, <laughs> can you? So I so no Fabinho, no Firmino then for any of us. Maybe Firmino would saying that you can't really afford him to get. But that, then again, he could do with the game, couldn't he? Because he's not really played much football in, in quite a while. So, yeah, maybe he's a good shout. Is the left-back as simple as you get Robbo minutes again? If he's fit, I think. He yeah. hasn't played, he needs the game. And right and we're not back. playing again until Thursday, are we? So. No. Right-back, Nico, over Trent? Yeah. Yeah, Nico. Full-back, uh, centre-backs then? I think Virgil and Matip will both play. Yeah. I think Virgil and Matip. Matip... Nassit needs those minutes again, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I think Canate might be the one to go in alongside Cometeo. him. 
Yeah. yeah. But I, I know I think Karate might go in alongside him and leave Virgil because obviously Virgil's just coming back anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, and obviously... Because we have no clue who's, who's got it anyway. You don't know how any of them are feeling. They might be giving negative results, but you don't know how any of them are feeling after they've had it. That's a good point. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, that's kind of it, really. I mean, there's not there's not much more that we can add. So I'm going to get back into the comments. Michael McGuinness again. Thank you so much for the super chat, mate. I can't see it getting postponed. All 20 Premier Leagues have been told they must play their FA Cup games this weekend. Rest first teams for Arsenal. Play some kids. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, the Axis Training Centre has reopened, according to Owen Samuel. Uh, I'm just going to have a little look at Twitter and see if I can find something. I'll let you know if I do, Jay, uh, Joe. Um, let's have a little look. I can't see anything just yet. Um, that would be interesting. If, I mean, if they're training, that that bodes well, um, really well. In fact, Liverpool have today. Yes, we've got it. Um, Liverpool have today reopened the AXA training centre. Peter Kravitz is leading preparations for Sunday's FA Cup tie versus Shrewsbury Town. So this is live now, 11 a.m. That looked like it was uh, absolutely uh, withheld information. Um, Liverpool have reopened the AXA training centre as they prepare to return to action. The first team facilities at the Kirby base were shut down on a Wednesday as a result of major outbreak of COVID cases. However, it has now been deemed safe to reopen and heavily depleted squad bolstered by youngsters from the under-23s and under-18s will train on Friday under the guidance of Peter Kravitz. Uh, the fifth-year-old coach is in charge of preparations for the third-round ties, Jürgen and Pep, both isolating. Uh, Kravitz, who is nicknamed the I, has been part of Klopp's staff since the days together at Mainz. His responsibility is usually video analysis. Liverpool were already without 11 senior players before more, more positive COVID tests early this week. However, Sunday's game will go ahead with the FA expecting clubs to use new team players if required in order to fulfil fixtures that, that's kind of what we were saying isn't it the FA have said use yeah, youth get on with it get on with it but at least we can train so there you go that that is it'll how be, you end the show it'll be Shrewsbury Town versus a Liverpool 11 a Liverpool. that's what it'll say in the paper good good <laughs> and that's sound um, so there you go uh, that has been the Uncensored Match Build Up Show I've been Chris Pajak that's been Ian Young and over there between like a rose between two thorns is John Machen Um <laughs> or a thought between two roses. Um, thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Tomorrow.